We believe that you are strong by design, and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life in today's episode. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Strong by Design podcast. This is Coach Chris Wilson. So excited to have this conversation today with our guest, Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. But before we uh, get rolling and, and getting into some really amazing, uh, his, his story and what he is doing in the world, uh, which is fantastic and really falls right in line with what we're doing here at Critical Bench. I just want to take a quick moment like I do in most podcasts and say thank you so very much for choosing our show. It means so much to us. Every single listener matters to us. And we are just so happy whether we have 10 listeners or 10,000 listeners we're reaching people with our weekly messages. And we have such a great variety of guests and a variety of hosts for that matter. And so I'm just so thrilled to have you as a listener today. And I'm just gonna ask two things of you. I'm gonna ask number one, that once you're done listening to this, that you share this podcast with just one person who needs to hear this story or this message that can help them in some way. That would be very meaningful and very uh, just we, we would really appreciate that. Number two would, would be just to take a quick moment and do a five-star rating and review or whatever you feel this show is, is worthy of getting. And some words from you would be so meaningful as well because that really helps our show uh, gain more listenership and move up in those rank rankings and become more visible. So I thank you for both of those things. So let's get started because um, – this gentleman came on my radar not too long ago, and I can't believe I, uh, I, I was missing him because he has fantastic content, and uh, I think he, I've already become a fan of, of what he's doing in the world. And so I want to introduce our guest, Dr. Anthony Balduzzi. He's a health and weight loss expert, and he's the founder of the Fit Father Project and the Fit Mother Project, which we're going to get into what that is and what that, that's doing for tens of thousands of people all around the world. Um, it's, it's a leading health and weight loss program for busy men and busy women over 40. Sound familiar? That's, that's kind of our, the people that we're talking to most often on our show, of course. Um, he is most proud of the fact that he has helped over 30,000 families in a, over 100 countries lose weight and get healthy through his fit father and fit mother programs. Dr. Balduzzi holds dual degrees in nutrition and neuroscience from the University of Pennsylvania. So for all you geeks out there, I'm sure if you like stats and numbers and stuff, Coach Tanya here who works here, she's a holistic health practitioner. She absolutely loves all the numbers and the studies and the data and all that stuff. He has a doctorate in naturopathic medicine. He's a former national champion bodybuilder. So he can talk all around uh, this this idea of what you know optimal health looks like, right? He's he's been on stage. He he he. Obviously, muscle building is important to him, but nutrition is, is important as well. And he also understands that most of us are very very busy people, and we need to to know you know how do we how do we get there? The, the simply, you know, what's the easiest way to, to fit this and squeeze this into our lives? So Dr. Anthony, welcome to Strong by Design. Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm super excited for our conversation today. I love your energy. You just make me smile looking at you. Good, there. man. I appreciate so it. I appreciate it. I, I'm trying to, uh, um, I, I, you know, so I got to explain before we get into this, you're going to laugh. Okay. So today is a little bit different day here at Critical Bench. I walk in, and Mike, the owner of the business, he did a treat for us, all of us that work here. He got us massages. So we actually had a therapist come to the building and just booked her five hours straight for all of us here uh, in, in, our, in this location to have a massage, right? So that's how we all started our day. Nice. We all got a time slot. We all got a massage. And then after that, we did yoga. So we have a, we have a yoga instructor that comes here once a week because – I'm not going to do yoga on my own. Okay. And I'm 45 years old and mm -hmm. I need mobility and I need flexibility. I need breathing and relaxation. And so then we had yoga for an hour 
And then I went and had some lunch. So I'm coming into this podcast. That's why you're so happy. You're doing I'm great. Trying, well, I'm happy. I'm feeling good. But I, I got to tell you, I have to like energize myself because I was like on the verge of sleep, right? You know, like <laughs> it's been a very relaxing, sleepy kind of morning, but I'm, uh, I am definitely pumped up. And I'm, I guess I've, I've been conserving myself for you today. So Good. Uh, let's do it. So I, I love the fact that, by the way, he has a, a really nice microphone all set up with fantastic audio, but he's in this brand new home that's just like a shell around him right now. So I appreciate <laughs> he's gone all this work just to get prepped to sound amazing on this podcast. So thank you for that. Welcome. Um, so please tell us a little bit more about your backstory, about uh, what your inspiration was or your drive and passion to uh, fall into this line of work to begin with. Yeah. So I didn't fall into health and fitness from the position of wanting to become a doctor or even wanting to learn how to build muscle. I fell into this because growing up, I watched my own dad get very sick. Like most guys, he worked as hard as he could to put food on the table for me, my mom, my little brother missed healthy eating, missed workouts, and eventually got so sick that he died at 42. Goodness. I was nine at the time my little brother was six. And as you can imagine, this just rocked our entire family, mm. devastated us to our core. But it also taught me a lot of lessons in life that I don't think people get to learn until they're younger. And I learned it when I was nine. And the main lesson was that health is the foundation of everything we love. Because as I watched my dad lose his health, I watched him lose everything that mattered to him his ability to work and provide for me, my mom, and Nick, his ability to, to really love my mom and make those memories, to be around to see our kids and his grandkids grow up and to pursue his hobbies and passions. And that really imprinted on me this importance of health and our habits around health because I saw it firsthand and I made promise on my 10th birthday, you know, which a couple of months after dad passed, that I wasn't going to let that happen to me that I wanted to learn how to become strong. And in my mind, that was starting to lift weights, starting to eat broccoli because I wanted to, like whatever it took so that I could be the man of the house and so that I could set a different tone. And so what came from these ashes of tragedy, you know, my, my dad's life, and it, it really was like the blossom of this passion I gained for fitness. On my 10th birthday, my mom gifted me a pair of my dad's old dumbbells and I had no idea what I was doing. I was 10 years old, but I knew you could do some curls, push-ups, squats. So I did that stuff. I, I hit them under my bed and I exercised at night after my mom tucked me in. And I found that I got stronger. Like I did this continuously and it was like therapy. It was healing for me mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And as I got stronger, there was less sadness and pain in my heart. And I had more energy and vitality and my outlook became more positive. And I started excelling in sports. And then my friends started asking me how to do this stuff. And I just went deeper and deeper into studying this stuff. Uh, and in, in through my early years, it was really in the physical culture space of fitness and bodybuilding. I wanted to build muscle and I wanted to learn how you could do that with strength training, with sleep, with proper nutrition. I got deep into bodybuilding and I'm so happy that I did because it taught me how to control, manipulate my body through these variables of an intention programming and just the right kind of stuff and consistency could make massive gains. And I, and I loved bodybuilding, did it for many, many years. And after that, I, I decided to go to medical school and I wanted to go to naturopathic medical school because I knew that from my bodybuilding experience that these, these levers and nutrition, sleep, mindset, recovery, these kind of stuff that are just like the basics that we're all trying to manage amidst the busyness of life, like that this is the foundation that I believe is, is what wellness sits on. It's not on drugs and medication. It's like, how do we manage our bodies? For most people, that seems to be true in my experience. And I went to medical school and I found people just like my dad. They'd come on in. They'd have the same kind of problems, right? Heart disease, diabetes, you know, metabolic disorders from just basically not living right, from being stressed, from being busy, not managing the nutrition, the sleep, the exercise. So I'm like, it was like going back into a time machine. It's like, what would I have told dad that I can now tell these people? And little did I know at the time, this is like the seeds of the Fit Father Project and Fit Mother Project starting to shape up as I'm developing these programs that work for busy people. Here's what to do with your exercise. Here's how to make nutrition simple, sustainable. Here's how to actually relate to your health and your mindset of like why this is important and to really tap into that deep motivation and why power to put the effort to make these changes in the first place. So 
I started coaching people and refining the system. And over 10 years of doing this stuff and, and lots of videos and the tens of thousands of clients, we now have the Fit Father Project and Fit Mother Project, which is, you know, I guess in many ways based on the memory of my dad, but it's really for the movement of the stuff that you champion too, Chris, which is how do you help busy people who want to live a great life, who want to have a healthy, strong, energetic body? How do you make this stuff simple and sustainable? How do you have results in a way that's like fun and engaging? And how do you keep on doing this stuff 10, 20 years later um, and, and have something that actually works long-term for people with aging joints, busy schedules, you know, not as much time or, you know, all these things. So, so I really, really, really niche down to helping people over 40. Um, and that's become my life's work. And it, it, we've built an amazing team, amazing community behind us. And that's what we're trying to do is like reach as many people just like you to share the good message, which is it's possible to get into amazing health and shape in your 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s and beyond even if you're, you consider your health in a pretty bad spot right now. We've helped people lose close to 200 pounds in their 50s. Like You can make dramatic changes. We have guys who have better six-pack abs than me in their 70s from our program. So it's, it's crazy what you can do with the right methods. But above all, for us, it's about the bigger picture, that this health is foundational to our lives and that the things we do with our nutrition, sleep, exercise is supporting of, of, of our overall well-being, of the well-being of our families. And ultimately, our behaviors are kind of shaping the culture that we raise the next generation in, which impacts all of humanity into perpetuity. So there's a big message here. Um, but ultimately, I like to break it down to like, how do you make this stuff simple, sustainable? Right. And, and it's great. I mean, you, you, you obviously just said quite a lot there in, in just a few short minutes of time. Uh, and I'm just nodding my head all, all along. It makes me think back to just a, a few episodes ago. We had a uh, a gentleman on who um, is you know he's marketing his his product. He's a he he is also a, uh, a has a PhD, and he the product that he's marketing he's basically marketing it as if like this is this is the way to get stronger to get fit and that weightlifting is a waste of time you know, and you know I I went after it what he was saying, because I disagree wholeheartedly with what he was saying, but I understand what he's saying that, you know, basically the fitness industry is a, is a massive failure. And what he's saying is all these people, millions of them, right? Every single year have all these great intentions, but you, they don't get the results that they're after because I think what it really just comes down to is they don't really have a clear set, clear goals for themselves and they don't know what methods mm -hmm. or strides to take to get there, right? They might have all the equipment in the world at yeah. their home or at the gym that they belong to, but how consistently are they going? How, how are they making that priority? How are they squeezing, you know, the, those minutes into their day uh, to exercise, to be active, to make good cho uh, choices with their f nutrition and stuff like that? So really, I think it just, it, it comes down to people – uh, committing to something and and having the discipline, and you know what full all full well about what discipline is. I mean, as a, a competitive bodybuilder, I mean you you're one of the most disciplined people that I've ever. I, and I've come across a lot of bodybuilders uh, over the last X amount of years, uh, and these people always amaze me with what they're able to do to manipulate or to really to, to make every single waking moment and even when they're sleeping all about <laughs> how they cool. feel and how they look. Yeah. I mean, everything's about optimizing, you know, optimizing my life for my, uh, you know, for my physique, for my aesthetic, for my look. And, um, and it, it's, and it's amazing thing, um, to, to learn that and then to pass that some of that on. Now, obviously, People aren't going to be able to stick to a lot of those things, but obviously the the foundation to it uh, is there. Will, <clears throat> will you go in a little bit more detail with some of what the programming is involved in the Fit yeah. Father Project, Fit Mother Project? Like what what is working and getting such tremendous results with these yeah. busy people and families? Love it. And I will go there. Yes. But first, I do want to comment on a couple of things that you just shared because it's very yes. relevant to this discussion. Sure. In the industry as a whole, and I'm say fitness, weight loss, health industry, we have people that are losing the forest in the trees. Yeah. Or another way to put it is what you described works. People need a system. A system is some kind of set of like routines and behaviors that fits easily into your your life uniquely. So it's like your system that could have 
a elastic band strength training machine that could have a Peloton bike that could be getting some running shoes on that could be traditional strength training. That stuff, people are focusing on those when they need to focus on this overall behavior change. What is the container that's going to help you succeed? What is your system for your nutrition, your sleep, and how does it fit into your life and it's sustainable? So that is the key to our programming is we help people develop their own unique system that works for them long-term. Right. Now, uh, let's get into that because that's, that's your direct ask. We believe a couple things at Fit Father, Fit Mother Project. The first thing is for those of us who want to improve the way our body looks, our body composition, and potentially our blood work too, the primary lever we need to master is nutrition. You cannot out-exercise a bad diet. And especially as we get older, that becomes more and more evident. There's a lot of guys that bust their butt in the, in the gym, uh, weekend warrior types that eat like crap during the week, and they just don't see results. And the beautiful thing when it comes to busy people is a little bit of the right type of exercise sprinkled in is what you need. We'll talk about that in a second, but really nailing your nutrition plan is priority number one. And now when you think about that, the first thing that comes to many of our minds is, wow, there's so many different kinds of diets. Like, am I supposed to eat plant-based? What about this keto thing? There's these carnivore people. I did the South Beach thing once in a while and that seemed to be okay. Like it's so much of, of, of these different, again, trees in the bigger forest. The forest of nutrition is this, that to lose weight, improve your body composition, you need to eat the right number of calories. So for losing weight needs to be in a calorie deficit, right? But we want to do this in a way that doesn't feel restrictive. And also in a way that doesn't mean that us as regular people need to weigh out our chicken breasts every eight hours, every eight ounces, every few hours, like a bodybuilder may, right? It needs to be simple and sustainable. The way we like to approach this is helping people establish their proactive meal timing setup. Like when do you eat? Let's start with the most fundamental question. If you're going to get a system for nutrition, you got to figure out what are you going to eat? When are you going to eat? And that in those two combinations ends up being like, how much are you eating? Right. And we need to control calories. So if we start there, so what we like to do is like, let's tackle the when problem because ultimately people are struggling with this stuff, not because they don't know what to do because they have busy lives and don't fit in. So like, what's the meal timing setup that's going to fit seamlessly into your life. We give people five options. Some of them are, are intermittent fasting plans where you skip breakfast. Some guys love breakfast, so they're eating that. Some guys even want to eat one meal a day. They have that. Some guys work night shift, third shift. And I say guys, this could be men and women in any of our programs. Um, I'm just thinking from a guy's brain right now. Um, but it's, it's like a meal timing schedule setup that's proactive. And the beauty of that is once you have that, you have architecture. You can hang stuff on. Okay, so now what's going to be the most convenient meal for you to have first thing in the morning? Well, it's something that's quick, nutritious, convenient, doesn't take a lot of time. Okay, so maybe it's overnight oatmeal. Maybe it is a protein, uh, protein smoothie, protein shake, something like that with some really good micronutrients. Maybe it is that favorite egg recipe you like. Maybe you're vegan, vegetarian, you have something completely different. You have a bowl of some fruit, berries, whatever. It's like the point is it's about the structure. So we help people get their nutrition structure. They pick their meal timing setup and we give them very simple meals that they can do to fit this. They can be adapted. If you want to go super low carb, you can do that. If you want to include carbs, you can do that. The point is eating mostly whole, non-processed, healthy foods with the right amount of calories, a consistent period of time. And then also using things like, how do we make it easier for Anthony in the future? Well, if I meal prep today, right, I'm removing decision points. I'm making it easy. We help people figure out what their go-to foods are. The stuff that we're teaching is not like magic, deep science of igniting your fat burning potential 10,000 kind of shit. the stuff we're teaching is what are the behaviors that we need to install as your system to help you be successful and that's why our clients are successful because they kind of figure out oh jim has jim's nutrition plan bob has bob's karen has karen's like it's kind of they make it their own and we take ownership over something versus just like we're renting a diet it's like renting a car it's not really yours you're just kind of hanging out in it for a little bit until you hop off to the next one this is like let's take ownership and create that structure and then when it comes to exercise, we're a big believer that if you're going to pick one single form of exercise, it's probably like just for the most bang for your buck, time efficient, busy people, it's some kind of metabolic resistance training, which is typically doing strength training motions in a circuit fashion. So you're getting like a lot of work done in a short amount of time. We give people options between body weight, kettlebells, dumbbells, you know, stuff in commercial gyms, but we're stringing together like joint friendly compound exercises things, let's just say like squats or deadlifts or rows or pushups or shoulder presses, but like modified in a way that they feel easy on people with some joint issues, you know, bend around the block a little bit, you get a little beat up, your exercise needs to account for that. So that's a huge component of an over 40 training program. 
and you sprinkle those in a couple times a week and you get metabolic benefit. I think we like to reframe people's thinking about exercise as we got to get out of this like calories burned idea. Yes, exercise burns calories, but it's a heck of a lot easier to like just not eat that 600 calorie thing of fries than to go run on the treadmill for an hour and burn 600 calories, right? Just doesn't make sense. So let's get the nutrition right. And then we sprinkle in these workouts as metabolic investments couple times a week, you get a boost for up to an, a whole day afterwards. Like it really just helps get your, your body to renew, gets these metabolic engines fired up and, and it's going to be safe exercise. That being said, even that kind of exercise is, is not necessary required. We have clients have lost a hundred pounds that literally just walked all day and just did nutrition. So the cool thing is strength training has unique benefits, both metabolic, anti-aging, you know, all the things It helps your metabolic rate as you age. Right. Uh, and it looks great on you if you gain some muscle at any age. Sure. Um, but it's it exercises is secondary nutrition. We also address, you know, man, onward sleep mindset, et cetera. We'll get into some of those, but I'll pause for a second just cause I, I want to make, I want to hear your awesome voice chime in. And I know you're <laughs> nodding your head. So you have a lot of personal experience with all this stuff. Our team would like to thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. And if you're enjoying today's show, please share this episode with at least one friend or family member who will benefit from this message. And please subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. That's strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show. It's all so, so good. And it is about the simplicity, which is what keeps people going with things. And when things are fun and kind of fit seamlessly into their lives, uh, it becomes their lifestyle. So these good habits overtake these, you know, formerly bad habits. And it doesn't feel like such a, you know, like a, a mission or such mm -hmm. a job or such an effort. It just kind of is just you know, part of how they live their lives now. Yes. And they've just made these small, you know, changes over time and doing something that they already enjoy doing. Uh, that's why I tell people, I say, there is no one right way to mm -hmm. get strong or to get fit. There's lots of different ways um, to do it. It just depends on what you're going to stick with. And for some people, that might just be going out for a good walk on a, yeah. on a regular basis, maybe multiple times a day. For other people, it's maybe just some type of simplistic body weight program that has three to five movements that takes you 15 or 20 minutes to do, you know, three, four, five days a week. Boom. You don't, need to, you don't even need to invest a dollar in, in a set of dumbbells. Right. And then, but there are people like, you know, like you, yourself and me, we like that external weight. We love a kettlebell. We love dumbbells. We love barbells. You know, we have a 4,000 square foot facility here with a bunch of toys that we've invested lots of money in that we absolutely love using, but that's just us. There's other people that maybe dance or, uh, you know, do yoga and that's all they do. And, and these are all great things and you can get tremendous results. But as you started with, it's what's going in. What are you putting in the body? And that's always been, for me, the harder part. And I think it is for most people too. Um, certainly, there's probably a segment listening that says, well, um, I eat pretty well, but I hate exercise, you know, mm -hmm. and, and there, there are those people out there, but I think a lot of us, especially us guys, like we like being physical. We like pushing mm -hmm. and pulling and doing and exerting our, our bodies, but it's really, it's, it's that difficulty in preparation and planning with our meals and stuff and, and not just overwhelming our, our bodies with calories. Can we talk about that a little bit more? Cause I think that is a big, a big pain point for so many people, right? Like the, the, the summary of, of, of what you shared and I shared is like any exercise works the longest living people on the planet, like the centenarian communities, hundred plus, like they're not doing P90X, right? right? They're just doing daily activity, eating good foods. They have good right. social connections or sleeping enough. So this right. is what the body needs. There's many ways to do that. Just so happens there's some ways that are more effective for body composition than others, but do what you love there. Now with the nutrition thing, it, it's all behaviors because it's not like no one knows what healthy food is. I mean, it's gotten a little confusing with every, all these different factions and camps, but like we pretty much know that like the wild salmon on the menu is a better bet than like the pizza or the burger. We get this intuition. It's like, how do we make these decisions on a regular basis? 
Now, the way I kind of like to think about it, like I like to think about thinking because over the years of, of doing this stuff myself, I developed my own kind of like strategic habits and ways of approaching this stuff that has kind of become the, the core of this foundation program. And here's one of them that I think is very, very relevant to help people make nutrition more simple. I like everyone who is going to be successful long-term to have picked out their go-to meals. Like the people who are most successful with consistent nutrition, like eat the same kinds of foods on a regular basis. Now I'm not saying all the time, because that, that will obviously not work, but a lot of the time. But you're eating foods you actually enjoy that are healthy. So it's like, first you got to start with the healthy foods you enjoy. Then how do you standardize those? The reason this is important is because we live in busy lives and every time you got to think about what healthy meal you're going to have, that exerts decision fatigue. You got to decide something. Three times a day, seven times a week, you know, some people may be different. That's 21 decision points. Those are like yeah. landmines in your week that you have to like tiptoe around unless you have a plan. But like, what if I tell you, you could rig the game and we could take two thirds of those landmines and just like get them off the field. Now you only have to tiptoe through one third. You're going to be way more successful. And if you do slip up, you've only hit one landmine instead of like 50 of them. Right? So what we like to do is tell people for the first couple of meals of the day, because we're busy people is to standardize those suckers, standardize your meal one. Like there is pretty much no reason for people during the week, in my opinion, for busy people to spend any time figuring out what they're going to eat for breakfast. What your body needs in the morning is something that's delicious, convenient, does not have a lot of digestive stress. So no one's waking up being like, yeah, give me the 72 ounce tomahawk steak this morning. I think that's going to get me going for the day. No, you want food that like gives you the micronutrients and stuff um, and, and the right number of calories, but it's also quick and convenient. So if we standardize that first meal of the day, and you have that consistently, even if that's fasting, whatever it is for you, boom, one third of the mind's gone because we know what they are. It's going to be a simple habit. If it's a protein shake, like a lot of our guys and, and gals do some of our smoothie recipes in the morning, you're throwing in great stuff. Like, you know, you're, you're like, let's just say uh, you know, berries, healthy fats, some, some spinach or spring mix, some chia seeds and, and protein. It tastes great. Like people actually love it. And boom, it's, it's decisions made. You don't need to think about that. If you standardize your meal too, let's just say protein plus greens or whatever ends up being for your meal too. And you just have a couple go-to recipes. Boom. Another third of the landmines gone. Now we don't just want to be robots clearing landmines. We also want to enjoy our life. We want the spice. We want the variety. So these are the yin and yang we need to balance here with nutrition. So that's why I personally feel that things like dinner meal three or your last meal a day are a time when you can be less rigid. Like you were, it was helpful for you to have standardization in the beginning of the day. At the end of the day, enjoy healthy food. We teach people about the idea of like perfect plates. Like if half of your plates filled with some kind of veggie you love, a quarter, some kind of protein, a quarter, some kind of carb or healthy fat, like you do you. There's a million different kinds of meals we can construct, meals you can order out at restaurants, like all these things like that can be there. So that's the flexibility with the consistency. These are the two levers we need to balance. And the problem is if one of those is off, the plan is by default, not going to be sustainable. Too much variety, you have no structure, you're never going to be consistent. Too much consistency, you can do that for a while, but eventually you're going to bottle up all this like angst and you're going to want to blow your diet. So you need to have both those levers in balance and it's so, so key. And we also help people like proactively plan in free meals. I don't like to be able to cheat because that implies that you're doing something bad. It's like a free meal is like, I know on Friday, I'm going to get a heavy workout in that day. And at night I'm going to go out with friends and family and we're going to have a bunch of pizza. And that's like planned in the plan. It's great. And then guess what? The next day I'm gliding right back onto the routine getting back on that consistent meal one. And then that's actually like beneficial for me. In fact, there's maybe even some metabolic benefits to this stuff too, once in a while. So right. it's the, it's the nutrition system. And I didn't talk about specific foods. I didn't say you need to eat low carb or high carb or this or that. I mean, we have guys who are vegan, vegetarian kicking butt. We have guys who eat sandwiches every single day. Yes. They're gluten. They eat these sandwiches and they're still doing fine. Now it's not for like, everyone's got to find their own thing, but the key is the maybe the, the structure in the system, not like the minutia of the, the little details on a specific food. And it's right. And it's, it falls right in line with what we just said for the exercise. There is no one yeah. way. There is no one way to eat either. So you just, it's just plugging in stuff that, that helps make those decisions, as you said, uh, really just not even uh, concerns or, or decisions. They're, they're just there, you, you have that all that stuff is already figured out coming into your week. Uh, you might have food that's already been cooked on Sunday that you have in little containers ready to go for the sure. Monday through Friday. You know, uh, my wife's very good at doing that. Um, 
I can't take any credit, but she'll do, she'll do such a great job. She'll make all these like mini egg things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, boom, that's, that's breakfast done, you know, or she'll, she'll do something with a, make a whole ton of different, some type of chicken recipe and put it all in a bunch of little square containers. Boom. So that's like a lunch or a dinner, depending on the time of day that I, you know, finally get to sit and eat. Um, and it's so helpful and then it's really just about stringing together these weeks and building yeah. that momentum and starting to see those results. And that's where people, once you start to see that 30, 60, 90 day uh, window of results, that's where, you know, that's the reward time. You know, now you say, mm-hmm. okay, this is paying off because my, I don't, I haven't even seen the scale really change much, but all my clothes f- fit better. I feel better. I look better. And, you know, and those are the more, that's the more meaningful thing anyway. Um, You're right. You're and, really right. And, 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 it, and it's, it's just one of those things. And this is, like you said, it, it's, it's about uh, doing it in a way that's simple, that works for, most of us that are extremely busy and just already have 800 decisions to make in a given day. I forget what it is, but it's actually in the thousands, right? How many different things that we process and can, and have to make decisions on without even thinking about it. And food is so vital to our, our health for the rest of our lives. Right. Right. And while you're here, you're, you're, unless you're fasting, you're probably going to be eating something. So let's figure out how to make those decisions like easier. That's right. right? In, in, in a world where it's all about convenience and, you know, processed this and mm-hmm. chemical, uh, chemically altered that. And you have eight, I mean, just driving from here to home, 15 to 20 miles, I'm going to pass at least probably 25 places with big, bright, you know, yellow, yeah. red, orange blinking cheap, signs that say affordable food. That's, that's right. probably not great for you. That's but right. I will, share, I will share this. Cause I, I think this is like, I believe the system that we design needs to work for the modern world. And like, there is that pressure. So one thing we included our meal plan is we went out and we looked at like the 50 biggest fast food restaurant chains and we picked out all the best stuff on the menu. Like if I went there, what would I order? And we list that. Cause it's like, Hey, these are tools in the tool belt that are like, are still good and you can use. Um, and, and, and there's just so many ways to do it. Right. But like, but like having that sensibility of knowing like, Hey, once in a while you may need to go to McDonald's and here's actually something that's not half bad. Right. Because this health stuff is about like moving forward consistently over a long period of time. It's like an airplane flies. It's never perfectly linear. There's micro adjustments. So you ask like, how are people like successful on the program? And like, what are these other aspects? And I want to share a couple other elements because we've covered maybe the what to do, but this bigger picture container of like how to stay on track, how to stay accountable, motivated is just like equally important, if not more so in many instances. Now, the good news is that you can lose weight very quickly. Uh, in, in, in a healthy way, if you are typically of your 21 weekly decision points, you've been filling a bunch of those with crap food, like your body is retaining water, your poop and digestion is not right. And so when you do start cleaning things up, you can drop weight very quickly in a combination of just like water weight, bloat, all this stored stuff, plus some actual real hard fat loss together combined, very motivating. We have guys who lose 20 pounds in 30 days. It's obviously not just like pure body weight. It's just that their body's kind of like fallen out as, as, they're getting, as they're getting healthier. So the initial weight loss is very motivating, but there's a lot of things that can get you to lose weight fast. It's like what actually keeps you. So one thing we do is before we have any of our program members, fit mother or fit father, start their actual program when they're like, I'm ready to go, read the meal plan, got the exercise that I want to do, ready to go. Before they press that go button, we have them go through like a mission statement creation process where we have them really evaluate their life and see how is their current habits with their nutrition, sleep, exercise affecting every area of their life, every area. It's like, how is your current habits and behaviors with your nutrition, sleep, exercise affecting your ability to be a parent, affecting your ability to earn money, affecting your emotional and spiritual well-being, like extend it far out beyond just the domain of the body. Because this is the, the big logical fallacy. I don't know if it's a logical, this is a mistake that people make in thinking about this is we just think about health and fitness as this body mechanism of how we want to look. But it's so, so, so much deeper than that, that these habits and decisions really impact everything. I know this from my dad, but I also know this from thousands of clients working. So we help people go through this very emotional, like they're, they're diving into their deep motivations. Like what is your why? And we help them find that through some journaling, through some reflection. And once you find that, we have them write a mission statement for themselves 
about what they want to do. It's a written goal for 30 days. It's like, I'm going to follow this program for 30 days. And here are the reasons why. Here's what I know I'm going to need to change. And here's why it's worth it. So what we just did there is we, we activated the system, the psychology, the emotions, the deeper areas of the brain that are very foundational to driving our habits, behaviors, and decisions. Because when we're making these healthy changes, they're emotional things for us. This is tied into how we feel about our bodies. This is as emotional as it gets, right? So for this perspective, we believe we need to activate all the deeper areas of the subconscious in the right direction. Because when we think we're making decisions, that's just like the conscious aspect of our mind. We have this deep subconscious that has all of our fears, our desires, our, all the things we want to do, this deeper stuff that informs and bubbles up to what we consciously process. So that's why this stuff cannot be overlooked. And this stuff being the deep motivational work of discovering that why writing something like a mission statement, we have all of our members do that. They print it out. It gets them engaged on deep levels and they share it with the other people in community. So it's like you're sharing something that's so powerful for you. It's a declaration. And then you have like hundreds of guys side by side with you going through this and women in these programs are like mm. succeeding. So then you have the community positively reinforcing you. And you also have a safe place where pe like-minded people are there and you can be like, man, I screwed up this week. Like my kids had a soccer game. I went out there uh, and I ate like six hot dogs and that was really bad. And, and, and here's why. And then you can glide back on track. You don't have to go at this alone. So I think the community aspect can't be overstated. Our best program members are active in our, our communities because, you know, they're, they're getting the support, they're giving them the support. And that activates this whole fitness journey in a deeper level because we're social creatures and we can get healthy together. So that's another big component. It's like the mission statement, motivation stuff, having a group in a system where people are moving together in a very productive way because like a rising tide brings up everybody no doubt about it man uh well said we're such so social beings that um i mean there's very few of us that can be uh, on an island you know and be fine with it uh i i would uh <laughs> i would not do well as a castaway on on an island with like one palm tree um i would i'd be miserable not just because i couldn't eat but because there was no one there to talk to Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. To help our show reach more listeners just like you, please let us know how we've changed your life by leaving a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Go to strongbydesignpodcast.com. That's strongbydesignpodcast.com. Let's get back to the show. So that accountability and, and that, um, just w when you're in a group or in a, on a team mm -hmm. and you're all moving in, in a, in a direction together, uh, there's a force there. There's a, there's an energy about it. That's, uh, that's just a, such a driver. And, and so I love that. And it's, um, it, it's such a powerful thing to put something on paper. Yeah. And I, I think that, that, oftentimes goes understated. We've talked about it before in this show on, on for different uh, reasons. But when you write things down, especially the things that you've given a lot of thought to that means something to you, whether it was in a journal or on a piece of paper or something you're going to post on your door, mm -hmm. and that's something that's in your face on a regular basis, um, that, that's a, just a constant reminder of, of why you feel the way you do about just about anything, right? And so I think that's just incredibly uh, beneficial for Me anyone too. listening even right now is if there's something important to you that you want to make a change, uh, change with in your life, then write, write, it, write some words down. It could be 100 words. It could be 500 words. But, and then read it several times to yourself. I had to write recently, I had to write something called a, a lion statement. And I'm, I'm part of this group called Roar. Uh, it, it's really great, it's about, uh, Christian entrepreneurs, but uh, the, the guy who leads this group, he's a mentor of mine and he's, he's a coach and I've had these private sessions with him and there's some areas that I wanted to fix in my life with time management mm -hmm. and uh, um, among some other things. And so he had me write a lion statement, which is, you know, since I'm a member of this, this group called Roar, you know, it's a lion statement. So I'm a lion. As you can see, I love lions. <laughs> and so I wrote this statement and then I refined it. I, you know, he gave me a week, he had me write it. Then he gave me a week and he said, now make it better. <laughs> so he had me refine this lion statement and it's, I have it sitting right here and I, I printed it out and it's, it's a bookmark now. 
Nice. So this, my lion's statement is a bookmark for, for my, uh, one of my devotionals and I, I read it. And at some point I want to commit it to memory. Um, but it's, a, it's pretty hefty. There's a lot of words there. So, but I, it, it means something to me because it's my words and I wrote them and then I refine them. So again, I can't stress that enough for anyone listening. Um, change in your life can be, can be quite challenging and frankly scary for people. But when you commit to something and you write it down and you, re- and you read it and you find out the reasons behind mm-hmm. uh, those feelings and those emotions, that, that's what's going to just get you through. That's what's going get to you, get you through those tough times when you know, we all have those failure days, you know, the days where we don't work out or skip a workout or don't, you know, don't eat right or you know, whatever. And then it just helps us kind of just correct and get back on track. So well said. I want to plus on a couple of things you shared there because I, I, I want to reflect because I think what you said is very, very, very important. A little more abstract to start is the very idea, like anything that we've created has started with an idea, like thought of, and then using our hands and our work and our energy to then bring that into being. The first wheel, a skyscraper, electric cars, whatever it is, Right. This is what we're trying to do with ourselves. It's like self-improvement is amazing because you have that, you're like that sculpture and you have that ax and pick and you have to hit yourself. Like you are sculpting you with your very own willpower. So what's amazing is when you're starting a journey like this, anything we can do to take something that's like in the abstract ideation phase and make it a little more tangible and physical is, is, is kind of magic in the sense that it's really bringing this stuff uh, more into the real sphere. Like you now have a mission statement that you connect with, that you remind yourself of and are retraining your brain and your attention and all these things to, to, to be aligned with your, that and the behaviors that's causing profound shifts. And the research is very clear. Like the difference between having a goal and writing it down and having a goal and not writing down is vast. Like you write your shit down like the likelihood of succeeding goes massively up. And especially if you're beginning a journey and you've done enough prep work to look at the 360 of like why this actually matters. We don't buy into things and we only like half understand it or we're not like fully behind it because we didn't take the time to get that big perspective. So what if we really did that with our, with our health or any other area we want to improve in our lives and we did this deep reflection? Let's say it's not health related. Like what are my behaviors right now with my finances or my money How's that affecting other, every other area of my life, mm-hmm. my spirituality, my parenting, you know, my hobbies, my passions, whatever. And we get that perspective and then we write something down. That's a powerful decision of how we want to change, man. Like that's, that's force, right? That's like willpower in motion. And then you surround yourself by like a community of people where you can get support and like encourage one another and be encouraged. That's like lighter fluid on this fire. And then you have a system you can start with. That's like the rocket. And now you're flying. Like, so this is, this is how change happens. I, I, I can't say it any more plainly than that. I see it all day. I probably had the privilege of seeing it, you know, just so many times and, right. and it's how it works. And it's a beautiful thing. You just got to know the game and you got to know how to play it. Um, and uh, the conversations like this, I think are, are a little bit of a spark on all that. Now you're, uh, you obviously first started with the fit father project, right? And then, mm-hmm. and then obviously it evolved into having both fit father and fit mother project. Very simple. Yeah. Tell, tell me now, is this something also that your uh, wife uh, helps? Uh, she, does, know, she, is, does, is, she does. She does help and work. She does help and work in that company. Yes. Um, it's very simple. You know, I started fit father project cause I was thinking about my dad and I'm like, you know, let's, let's like help guys like my dad. And after helping thousands of them, they're like, Hey, I have a, uh, you know, wife, sister, daughter, like what you got. And so we, we started off with a program inside then, and it spun off to be its own amazing program community. So now we have fit mother project and um, that's been amazing. Like I know YouTube's a good, a great place for you guys. It is for us too. So we've been publishing a ton of videos. I think CrossFit mother, YouTube and fit father, we got like over a thousand videos and it's fun to see those communities grow and grow together because we didn't exactly talk about this, but ultimately the locus of our behaviors around our health and nutrition are centered around the home. Like if we're in a good, healthy environment that's supportive, like you have a wife that helps like helps your nutrition system because she's basically your nutrition system. Like that makes it really easy for you. So in our mind is how do we help create healthier homes? You know, how do we help get parents to be healthier? The kids will end up being healthier. Everyone's doing it together. There's the synergy and it's a lot easier that way. So it's really nice having both programs where people both feel like they're getting specific stuff that's like relevant to their concerns. They're in 
a community of like, like-minded people. Um, and, and there's something also powerful about having just a bunch of moms in a group who are like mm-hmm. going through the days, the struggles, the experiences that many women face all talking together. Then they have, you know, the guys in their kind of guy hangout group. And it's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing to see how those communities work. Yeah. Without question. I can't help uh, think too, cause I have a nine-year-old son and I can't help but think if I had health issues and I was no longer part of his life, what that would do to him. And then that's what you went through as a young, as a young boy. And obviously though, that in large part, that's where all this passion and desire to help people uh, comes from is the, the loss of somebody very important to you uh, sparked this massive desire to help thousands of men and women. And so it's, it's kind of, it's a, it's a, it's an awful thing, but it's also a blessing. Um, you know, obviously you're blessing others with uh, a tremendous, you know, pain from your past. Um, and I just, that's what, what I love about what I do for, uh, for a living is because my son just gets to, just to, to grow up knowing how important all this is that, you know, your health is important take care of yourself and, and inspiring others for change and all these things that he gets to see his dad do uh, in his, in, in his, uh, in his job. And so it's just, um, it's great. It's, uh, it's easy for me to get excited about what you're doing and, and you're really in a lot of ways just kind of getting started, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, how, how, how long have you been uh, going with this now? We've been doing it for about 10 years, eight years consistently, but you know how this goes when you're starting anything, you know, the yeah. first eight to 10 years, no one, like, it's just, you're, you're, you're the, trying to get anyone to listen to you yeah. right? and just takes time to build something. But then the flywheel is started. We'll put it that way. That's what I'm saying. I feel I, I've been here with critical bench for eight years and critical bench has been around for over 20, but in, in so many ways with our YouTube or with podcasts or whatever, it's like every time you get to a, a, a new threshold, let's say you feel like, all right, let's take things to another. It's almost like, it's almost like a mentality of we're starting over. Um, We're always trying to find ways to improve the process, right. To get better, you know, like our YouTube channel at some point later, this year is going to hit a million subscribers. And it's like, okay, now how do we, how do we ramp things up and, and get even better? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the, when the podcast hits a certain threshold, how do we take things to the next level? And I think you have to always do that in your life, no matter what you're doing mm-hmm. is never get comfortable. Always find, uh, always find ways to improve the process. Mm-hmm. And, and that goes to every area of your life, whether that's, you know, like for sleep, in which we didn't touch on very much, but sleep is absolutely huge oh, yeah. in, in, in this crazy world that we live in where we're staying up later and, and waking up earlier to, to fit more work in our day. And we got technology at, at every turn, how important it is to, to be able to unplug and to get the, and to get that good sleep because let's mm-hmm. face it, we're not very effective and our body isn't going to do what, it, what we want it oh, yeah. to do if we're not giving it that sleep. Yeah. I mean, perfectly said on all fronts. I think a couple of things that really stuck out to me is the first thing on, on like obstacles, like it, it's almost that the things that are our struggles, like right now are the doorways to our growth and our triumph. Like, and that for me, I see that as like a law of nature, like the butterfly must break through that cocoon and that shell. It's the struggle that makes it. And if you, if you remove that, the, the cocoon, the butterfly never really hatches, it, it wilts. So I guess I've come to learn that looking at all these things that life quote unquote throws at you, which many people may perceive as like a victim mindset and just flipping that script. Like this is your fodder because when you overcome this, you are that much stronger and you can probably help people that are going through similar things because we have this shared human experience. We have different parents, different skin colors, different names, but like our core experience is like is the same. So I think that's beautiful Two sleep, man, we could, it's a whole nother conversation, right? I mean, I it's, it's probably just as I would put it as I'd rather have someone eat right and sleep well than eat right and exercise and not sleep. Yeah. Yeah. So let's just say that enough in terms of order of priority. It, it's yep. fundamental. Like you don't lose weight well or burn fat, fat build muscle if you're not sleeping. So that, <laughs> that's important. And, uh, 
and we'll pause there because I think you and I could almost launch into another hour right now, but <laughs> we, I'm not no, going to do, could, no, I'm not gonna do it. We certainly could. And there might be, uh, there might certainly be a, a second uh, edition of this conversation down cool. the line too. I, I can certainly see that happening because there's a lot going on uh, in your world, obviously, and your growth. And we want to continue to help you to reach more and more people. That being said, what, what are some of the best places that we can drive our listeners uh, to, to, find more of, of what you're doing. Okay. So the both, both companies fit father project and fit mother project, easy to find it's fitfatherproject.com, fitmotherproject.com. That'd be the best place where you can see some of our case studies, uh, get a free workouts, free meal plans. Like we like to show you how we work before you ever like join our stuff. Um, also our YouTube would be the other great place. Like first off your guys, YouTube, awesome. Like you guys are kicking butt. Cheers to 1 million soon. That's going to be really great. Um, We also love YouTube just because it's a way where we can have like longer form video demonstrations of me, like showing you how to do something for five, 10 minutes, like amazing. So our fit father and fit mother project YouTube channels, you can look us up. we got a ton of videos there. If you just want to see topics, you can search on our channel. So I say the websites fit father project, fit mother project, also on Facebook, Instagram, whatever, you know, again, the message of this, whatever system you use, well, that we're there. Yeah, and I love that. Uh, it's such a cool name. In fact, when I said that, the, the name Fit Father Project, Mike went, I like that. Nice. <laughs> I was talking to him earlier today and he said, oh, I like that. That sounds awesome. So uh, it's, it's so exciting. And yes, uh, I was on your channel uh, earlier this week and earlier this morning, just looking through. Uh, great for anybody listening that's of that over 40 crowd, man or woman who wants to take charge and take some, uh, take some, uh, you, you know, take the right steps in their, in their walk with in health and fitness and, and strength, muscle building. Um, there's great video content here. I mean, you guys are posting a lot too. Um, you're putting up, it looks like at least four five, six videos uh, a month, maybe more. Yeah maybe yeah. eight. Um, so, and there's all different, it's just very much like our channel. You're just kind of all over the place to, trying to hit everybody with what they're, what they're eating, how they're exercising um, and how to think about things. Like you said mm-hmm. earlier, it's all about our mindset, um, how we, how we see things, how we think about things. And uh, it's, it's terrific. I, I really just, what a blessing to have this conversation with you today, uh, Anthony. It's it's been really great and uh, inspiring to me, uh, and I, I I I know it's been great for our listeners. And we thank you so much uh, for making yourself available to us. Thanks for having me, my friend. I truly appreciate it. Uh, it's been great. Uh, thank you, Strong by Design listeners. Uh, a- another great conversation with a super guest who's just uh, helping change the world, helping people get stronger in mind, body, and spirit. Uh, you know, it's you know we say it all the time. It, you you are made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. It's a double meaning. We are created strong by design by our creator, but we are strong by the way we design our lives. Okay. So design your life, make those right choices. Every day is a a new, new chance to make a better decision to live a healthier life and to, to live a life. um, uh, That's what you dream it can be. So we thank you so much. Please take a moment now to give us a five-star rating and or review. It means so much to us. We really, really appreciate that. And don't forget to share this conversation with somebody who really needs to hear it. We thank you so much. Have a wonderful rest of the week, a terrific weekend, and we'll be back here next Wednesday as always on Strong by Design. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you.